Gentlemen, we went over the rules in the dressing room. I want to caution you to keep this fight clean at all times, and what I say you must obey. Live from the WKOM studio in downtown Columbia, it's time to wake up and get woke. It's three dudes with a view. Let's get it all! Welcome in. My name is Del Kennedy. Three dudes with a view Tuesday edition. Uh, it does seem like it's going to cool down a little bit. We got a little rain last night, so all is good. Uh, dude number two, Clayton Harris has parked the bus. How you doing, man? Doing well, Del. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York is here. How are you, Mr. York? Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Uh, regular special guest dude on Tuesday, favorite son, native son of Columbia, Ron Hart. Uh, good morning. Good morning, everybody. All right. We got a big party going on today, and that's a good thing. Uh, Ron, the, the biggest uh, thing here, in the, we spent all day yesterday on uh, this story uh, back in May, and there was a, a call to uh, law enforcement and everybody else stating that there was an active shooter at Columbia Central High School. Turned out that there was no active shooter. But uh, nevertheless, uh, there was a full response by law enforcement and uh, medical folks and everybody else to Central High School uh, on the report of an active shooter. Turned out there was no active shooter. And part of the good news, though, I mean, you, you, don't, you don't want to have a rehearsal that way where everybody thinks there really is an active shooter. But as it turned out, uh, Everyone agrees that the response of Murray County Sheriff, Murray County, I mean, Columbia PD, uh, ambulance services, fire department, uh, everybody else, uh, it, it seemed that Murray County really had an excellent, Murray County and the city of Columbia and, and everybody else really had an excellent and prompt response, a well-trained, well-rehearsed uh, response to the active shooter call out at Columbia Central. So there was bad news and there was good news. In the middle of all that, however, uh, a fellow named uh, Roy Walls. uh, Roy Roy Brooks. Roy Brooks. Sorry, thank you, Gabe. I don't know where I got that. Roy Brooks, uh, who is a – he's an EMT here in Murray County. And he responds uh, with – to this – call with full tactical gear uh, and an AR-15 like gun at least and he joins up with the other SWAT team members who were entering Columbia Central High School or on the, I mean some went around the perimeter, some went inside and at at least our reports uh, seem to state at this point that that Mr. Uh, Brooks was, was around the perimeter rather than inside. Uh, now, Mr. Brooks has been an indictment was returned against Mr. Brooks last week for uh, in connection with this response to the active shooter. He was respond- he is charged indicted by Murray County Grand Jury with entering a building, entering a school, school property with a firearm, a felony. Uh, the both the chief of police here in Columbia and the sheriff uh, have basically, as we like to say in the legal business in inter alia, uh, have stated basically that they acknowledge that Roy Brooks was there. Neither one of them authorized him to be there. 
But on the other hand, they knew him and didn't consider him to be a threat, uh, so did nothing about it at that time. There are videos out there of uh, Mr. Brooks uh, where it appears that he is actually doing SWAT training a couple of, couple of years ago or some years ago with the Columbia PD SWAT team. So it appears that the, all the law enforcement knew him and uh, apparently welcomed his help, although the sheriff and the police chief stopped short of saying that they authorized him to be there. Uh, so it, it's it, it's an unusual situation, to say the least, and it's sort of blown up into the, uh, the, the big story of the community right now, Ron. Uh, yeah. On, this is like a Kyle Rittenhouse story, right? A little bit like Kyle Rittenhouse, but it's a little different. Obviously, that was a riot. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, by, I think the difference the would be Gabe Howard is here with us. He's with the Murray County Commission. What's up, Gabe? Good morning, y'all. Uh, I think the difference, Ron, would be, I mean, this was school grounds. And, you know, I've heard the argument both ways. I've heard, you know, folks talking about, um, you know, Roy Brooks, and they've known him his whole life. And, I mean, just a good, solid dude. Um, you know, and then you, you go and you look at the news stories over the last year and a half. And um, I think ultimately – I think everyone, and not to put words in you know people's mouth, but I think everyone would agree that he showed up there with the right heart, um, you know, to uh, assist in whatever way that might be. But I think the difference, though, Ron, is that this is on school grounds. This isn't, you know, yeah. in a downtown. Well, he got shot too. I mean, they didn't. Know, they, there's this active shooter on campus, right? And someone doesn't know him, and he's all in tactical gear. It's pretty good. I mean, there's a chance he could get shot by the authorities. You're, you're absolutely yeah. correct. And I mean, you look at the liability across the board. Um, there's a significant liability um, to to himself, to you know, to the the team in general that were you know responding to this. Yeah. The closest thing to that, Gabe, is the Uvalde incident. They had parents at Uvalde that showed up with their guns, and the authorities wouldn't let them go into school. Yeah, yeah. Well, yes. there's a there's another twist to this, apparently. And I have not seen the video, but I've talked to people who have seen the video, and apparently there is video of, of Mr. Brooks showing up out there at the school, you know, getting his gear out of the trunk of his car. And the Columbia SWAT team is there on the ground. And according to people who've seen the video, they say that, you know, they were the Columbia SWAT team saw Roy and was, you know, doing a hand signal to him, you know, come on over, come on, we need, you know, come on. Yeah, I think they need to let that go. I mean, from what I'm hearing from you guys, I would let that go. I think resources for the DA's office is better spent, you know, getting actual criminals. I mean, maybe a warning, maybe a night in jail or something, just back, you know, Barney Fife down here. But, you know, it's a little bit dangerous in that situation, clearly. But uh, there's a law, Ron. There's a law that says law on everything, Mr. You can get anybody on school property are not allowed. So you follow the law. There's a law on everything. Well, we can't have vigilantes continue to to take. I I know they meant well, but that's vigilante justice, and he wasn't authorized, so he shouldn't have been. Don in a vest and, a, and an AR-15 to go on a school ground. He I think well, there's a lot of details to all of this. Authority should have stopped it. I think there's a lot of details that we just don't know. You know, either I did speak with someone that has seen the video, and 
um, has not specifically seen that hand I mean, gesture. The, the video on uh, on, on uh, Mr. Brooks, you know, when he arrived on scene. And they, um, but they, but the person you spoke with didn't mention a hand gesture. Did not mention the hand gesture. But but I have heard you know multiple times now that he did not enter the school, and uh, you know I believe that that has been confirmed at this point in time. I, I want to give a quick update. I have a daughter who's in at school at Columbia Central, and they were going to have a walkout this morning, um, and. Um, I don't know if you're listening to Clayton and them, but Chris, yeah, are you on here? Chris, are you there? Chris was actually on location, that, that, but yeah, uh, we've lost. They, him. they did not allow the students out of the buildings. My understanding, they made them go to the auditorium where uh, central office personnel. Uh, this is what I was just told would be there to answer any questions that they would have or concerns. In district context, uh, Clayton, walk out in support of Roy. Roy. No, walk out. We, we, we get a couple of different issues here yeah, in this Murray is County. A, uh, Ron, this is a, a sequela to the story. Uh, apparently, the uh, superintendent of schools, uh, Lisa Ventura, uh, knew or shortly at the time or shortly thereafter that an unauthorized person had been in Central High School uh, on um, uh, during this May active shooter incident. Uh, <clears throat> apparently she talked with maybe, I don't, I don't know, the district attorney about it or some, but what's causing the instant kerfuffle is that uh, the principal of the school was not informed that an active shooter, I mean, not an active shooter, a, an unauthorized person with a firearm had been on his campus. Uh, that did not occur until last Tuesday, uh, which led to a faculty meeting on Friday where the principal, uh, Michael Steele. Well, he, he had a leadership meeting Thursday where he expressed his concerns with them based on his conversation with Miss Ventura from that Tuesday meeting. Right. After that Thursday meeting, someone in that meeting obviously called downtown and a meeting was set up the very next morning on friday morning at seven fifteen, where miss ventura came to the central high school to meet with the faculty and to tell them about the person with an unauthorized firearm back in may uh but this this these meetings last week were the first that uh um Dr. michael Steele, the principal had been informed about a man an unauthorized uh man with a gun on his campus in May, and this led to a confrontation, I think is a fair word. We played a recording of it yesterday between Superintendent Ventura and Principal Steele on Friday, which uh, after that, uh, you know, he, he was upset about not being informed that uh, of the situation sooner, and she, uh, Superintendent Ventura, suspended the principal Michael Steele without pay. So the students were going to do a walkout this morning in support of their principal. And uh, there was, you know, there was a rumor going around yesterday uh, that any student athlete that participated in this would be banned from athletics for the rest of the year. That is not true. I told my daughter that last night. That's simply not true. That was made up. That's just not true. Nobody said that. I mean, somebody did say it, but they did not mean what they said. The coaches didn't say it, the ones that would actually enforce it. Right. So that that's just simply not true. They, they would. I think they were told that if they did this, they would be considered absent. So, you know. But Chris Yao, can you hear us now? I can. 
All right, Chris Yow's Main Street Murray, folks. He's the one who's been covering this and really digging in the weeds and, and brought the story uh, to us yesterday. And, Chris, I hear you're out there at Central this morning. Is that what you're doing? I was. I just left uh, most everybody who was sitting at Columbia American Little League <laughs> parking lot is also leaving. Uh, it doesn't appear that there's going to be anything happening this morning uh, I was sitting with director of school safety Jonathan Berry uh, out in the, the parking lot near the the softball and baseball fields and uh, we're being told nobody that, ever, that the students yeah, nobody ever came out anything like that and, and and you know it makes sense that you know if they were asked to go to the auditorium that's a good place you know to that, that would be obviously stopping before they get out the building so I did not see any students and I don't I didn't see any students walk out well, yeah, that's what we're being told, that the students have, have been directed to the auditorium where uh, somebody would be there to answer their questions, perhaps. So that, that's the and, way we're and I think that's a good thing. It gives them the ability to express you know, their freedom of speech in a way, um, but also continues to protect them um, you know, within the yeah. walls of that school and um, the SROs that protect that school. Ron, Michael Steele is a very uh, popular... Uh, Ron's been on the show. Yeah, yeah, principal. Yeah, you know him, and uh, yeah, the uh, Columbia Central High School. Yeah. There's a state. Is right? this a political thing? Is is the, are the higher ups more left and anti gun than, than perhaps the principal? Maybe right of center and a little bit more pro gun. I I don't think this is Not a political sure thing at all. Uh, this is this is purely yeah. a uh, you know lack of communication. You know, Ron, there's a lot there to unpack, but. You know, at the end of the day, um, no one was told about this incident, including, you know, the Murray County School Board. Um, school Board Chair. Correct. They didn't. They weren't informed. The, the, the school board chair, you know, up until Wednesday evening of last week, knew nothing about it. And, uh, you know, I, I called him as soon as I learned of it. And so the indictment came. Of the, of the guy? No, no, it, it was even before that. Um, so this is something that they've been sitting on for three months. And, and I do want to give yeah. a positive message. I did get a message from uh, the school board chair um, last night. And, you know, he said that he's working to speed things up for the betterment of the schools and that uh, there is a positive solution on the way, you know, and, and he really wants to see the divisive, you know, d- divisiveness cease. Um, and, and I guess I just I got one comment to that. I really I never saw this as a divisive you know conversation. Actually, I saw the community that was united. I, I think I've only heard one person that you know had a had an issue with Doctor Steele, and I think it was a personal issue that you know they they had went through. And so anyway, I, I think there's a positive solution that is coming, and uh, you know I appreciate all of the school board and you know their attentiveness to this. Um, and making sure that, you know, Dr. Steele is reinstated. He's a great asset to this community, and um, Columbia Central needs him. Yeah, that's uh, we got to take a break here. It's, it's time, but I'll, I'll tell you, Ron, the state has a grading system for its schools. It's one to five, one being the lowest performing, five being the highest performing. Central has been a one for years. Last fall, Dr. Steele took over at Columbia Central High School and Central this year rose to a three. That is the first time the needle has been moved, I think, in decades out there. And, and look here. what he did at Stratford when he took over that school 12 years ago. It was one of the worst in the state. And the metrics. We're talking about the metrics, too, when you get back, what what, what it goes into those metrics. I, 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 I'll tell you what I know, but let, let's come back on the other side, and I'll tell you what I know. Okay.
Parks Motor Sales is Middle Tennessee's home for the best GMC vehicles on the market. Visit Parks at 919 Nashville Highway and test drive truck favorites like the GMC Sierra or Canyon. Or try a popular SUV like the GMC Acadia or Terrain. Parks also has a wide variety of certified pre-owned vehicles for every need. At ParksMotorSales.com, you'll see an extensive inventory, their latest deals, and servicing options. Shop Parks Motor Sales once and you'll agree. Parks, GMC, we are professional grade. Gentlemen, we went over the rules in the dressing room. I want to caution you to keep this fight clean at all times, and what I say you must obey. Live from the WKOM studio in downtown Columbia, it's time to wake up and get woke. It's three dudes with a view. Let's get it all! Hello, I'm Barbara. Hi, I'm Steve, the garbage man. Have you been hauling your own garbage to the convenience center? Are you tired of doing it? Does your work schedule keep you from hauling it off regularly? Is your teenage son not taking it off like he promised when he got his driver's license? Do you have something better to do on Saturday? If any of these questions strike home to you, call the Garbage Man at 931-540-0919 and your problem will be solved. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, this is Dr. Wendy Tui from the Dr. Gill Center. Most chronic back problems are caused by compression from the disc becoming thinner and bulging as we get older. All we have to do is treat the disc by gently decompressing the spine. You may not have to rely on dangerous drugs, risky injections, and often unnecessary surgeries. If you are experiencing neck, back, hip, or leg pain, it's likely we can help you. Initial exam and x-rays, $39. Call me painfree.com or 615-551-9224. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I am a deck and porch builder and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, MimsModernLandscape.com. That's MimsModernLandscape.com and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years' experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. 
Hey, this is Seth Moss at Tennessee Valley Equipment, a premier FAE Prime Tech, Bandit, and Shurex dealer. We are your dealer for all of your land clearing and forestry mulching needs. We sell equipment, provide repair service, and parts along with a rental fleet of mulching equipment. We also offer mulching teeth, blades, and sharpening. Our number one priority is getting you up and running as quickly and affordable as possible. Tennessee Valley is located at 300 Santa Fe Pike in wonderful Columbia, Tennessee. Stop by or give us a call today at 931-981-9812. Life gets busy and sometimes slowing down to buy your family quality food can seem impossible. This is Terry Taylor with Taylor Family Farm and we offer local home delivery in addition to our local drop locations to help with that problem. Now you can get your favorite pastured poultry, pork and grass-fed beef delivered right to your door. Visit taylorfamilyfarmtn.com to find out how. We believe in healthy food, healthy people and healthy community at Taylor Family Farm. Three dudes with a view, and we got all sorts of stuff going on today. But mostly, what we're talking about is, you know, the Central High School and what's happened there in connection with an active shooter report back in May, and uh, leading up to the indictment of uh, Roy Brooks for being a person unauthorized on the school grounds there at Central in that active shooter situation. Uh, again. Uh, the apparently Mr. Brooks is well known to law enforcement. He's trained with law enforcement as a SWAT medic in the past, and by all accounts, he was uh, his help was welcomed by the officers out there who knew him. Uh, and uh, uh, so that's uh, that, that. And Sheriff Rowland and Chief Alsop have. You know, stated that they, uh, as we say in the law business, inter alia, which means basically what they've said is that they knew him, they didn't consider him to be a threat, and uh, so that's why uh, that's why the, that's why they apparently they accepted him in out there. Uh, but each one of them has stopped short of saying that they authorized Mr. Brooks to be uh, out there with with a uh, SWAT team type outfit and an AR-15. In a a tangent to that matter, uh, apparently neither the school board, apparently the superintendent of schools, Lisa Ventura, knew immediately about this unauthorized man on the school grounds with a firearm, an AR-15 style firearm, and um, did not inform either the school board or the principal of the school, Michael Steele, about it until last week, which has led to, uh, you know, uh, people saying, why weren't we told? But it is our understanding she did inform Sheriff Rowland when this happened. Okay. And, uh, and, and Peyton Harris, dude number two, how you doing, man? Doing well, Del. Dude morning. number one, Mr. Jim York, how are you? Good morning, Dale. Good morning, everybody. Regular special guest dude on Tuesday, favorite son, native son of Columbia, Ron Hart. Good morning. Ron, you're a graduate of Central High School, correct? Yes, sir. Barely. (laughs) (laughs) Back when it was a one. 
<laughs> yeah. been two or three. I don't know if I've gotten out of there. All right. We've got a couple of other very special guests. Uh, first of all, Jerry Bridenbaugh, who is the uh, chair of the Murray County Republican Party, also a member of the Murray County Commission. How you doing, Jerry? Good morning, everybody. Glad to have you. And Gabe Howard, uh, who is a friend of the station and also a member of the Murray County Commission. How you doing, Gabe? I'm doing well. Good morning, everyone. All right. Uh, Mr. York, did I say hi to you? Yeah. He, yeah. yeah. Okay. There we go. All right. Uh, and Chris Yao has left us. So, I mean, questions, comments by folks? What uh, I'd, I'd like to hear people's thoughts, well, Jerry. Del- yeah, I was, I was sitting here just sort of absorbing everybody else's comments. I didn't want to interrupt. But it, it just it, it sounds like our law enforcement reacted to the phone call the way they were supposed to. It sounds like everything happened the way that it was supposed to. There could have been some confusion with Mr. Brooks. I'd, I question, you know, donning all the equipment and everything and not being identified. Who knows what would have happened with that? But that's all going to come out as it goes through the court system or whatever happens, that'll come out. I guess my my main concern is why wasn't the principal notified? Obviously, if he had been an active shooter, he would have heard gunshots possibly. He would have known immediately. But here, because there was a credible threat or an alleged credible threat, he that should have been one of the first calls, that somebody is on your campus and you need to protect your students. And and uh, I just what, I, what I about the, issue with that. What about the Murray County uh, School Board? Well, the school board, it, being downtown, is not on site. And the principal's on site where the active shooter is supposed well, to be. Well, well and, they have been informed earlier, though. They should have probably been informed as well. But I, I, I still think in, in the general, things are moving very fast. Yeah. Just, just to add well, some context. I mean, I'm not saying that day, but within, yeah, to add some. Week, oh, absolutely. Right? They and, they should have known um, a lot earlier than they did than last week. And, 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 exactly. the paper? Yeah. And, and to add some context, I think it's really important to to know you know the details of this. So, Miss Ventura from what I understand, did not know the day of either. Um, this actually happened a week later. Um, and, you know, Jerry, to your point, um, I definitely agree. And I think that's where all of this really started. The way I see this, we've got several different issues. We've got Roy Brooks. We've got Principal Steele. Um, and then really, you know, I think we've got a dear elective duty. And so I think, uh, you know, for me, what I'm – most upset about and frustrated as a community member, um, you know, first and foremost, is the fact that when Miss Ventura learned of it, one of her first calls is to the city of Columbia mayor, Chaz Mulder, and she briefed him on it. And and well, I, these I, are Murray County schools. Th- these are these are Murray the County Columbia, schools. Tennessee and, mayor has nothing to do with Murray County and, schools. And, and to me, while you can you can argue that at some point I think maybe he he should have been briefed on the issue as it did happen in the city of Columbia. He should not have been briefed before your school board, before your principal, before your county mayor, and, and just I, I'm really struggling trying to get past that that whole thought process there. And um, I mean that's just it's wrong in every way. But just just to be clear though, Clayton, you've got a report from the Central High School about the student walkout this morning. Yeah, it, it's it, it it they didn't walk out of the building; they went to the auditorium. But to, and it was to, well attended. Correct? That's my understanding. But to be clear, no one from the central office knew the day that it happened. That's that, correct. You, you know what I mean? Like it took it took it somebody, took a, a process, right? Somebody reviewed the film and saw it. It mm-hmm. would be my my 
my guess would be that somebody reviewed the film and saw that he was there. Well, and but, I think but, but, a- but as far as it happening on the day that it happened, no, nobody knew at that's the central right. office. But, but that, the central that, office that, knew within a matter of days, right? Well, well I, I think it was about a week from what I was about told. About a week. Maybe, about a week. Yeah. And, and even – About a week. You, and, then this, and, and again, if you so want to break this a, down even further. about a week after the incident down to last yeah, week. Three three months or so. Billboard but, but, and the principal were not informed. And, and so you take that, Delk, and you look at central office leadership. Other than two people in that building, they didn't even know. Meanwhile, the city of Columbia mayor is being briefed on this. It's offensive. Um and you know, I think that that'll need to be answered at, at a later date. Um, and and that's a question for the Murray County School Board. Um, it, it's not of the the purview of the county commission. It's not of the purview of um, you know us sitting in this room. But I, I think as community members, we should be upset about that. Well, the commission funds the school system. Oh, well, it, it does. But once we appropriate the money. We're out of it. The school system does what they do to educate the children. They're the ones that hire the director. The director answers to them. The reviews, I mean, you know all that. It goes through it year after year. And it's been, I mean, it's been a challenge for our school board. Now, we've got half of a new one anyway, so it would be interesting to see how some of, of the members respond to that. But Columbia goes back almost to after after uh, Superintendent Hickman re- uh, retired that we haven't been able to keep a school superintendent for more than three or four years before something happens and they're gone. Right. And, and, that, uh, that's normal. And, and, and apparently normal. Uh, Columbia Central uh, principal is on that same track record. I had somebody reach out to me last night and they said, uh, um, you know, their child you know, uh, started there several years ago, and I think they're on their third principal now. Yeah. And so um, I do want to add one other thing, and I think this is really important. You know, there is a positive part to this. Uh, School board chair uh, Michael Fulbright did send me a text last night, and uh, he said, I'm working to speed things up for the betterment of the schools. Um, We're working on a a positive solution on the way so the divisiveness can cease. And, and, uh, you know, as I stated before the break, um, I never really saw this as a divisive, you know, nature, because I've actually never seen the community so united on the the fact that Dr. Steele is doing a great job at Columbia Central High School, and you know, uh, the positive direction that it is going. And so, um, you know, he's a great asset to our community, and and you know, I'm, I'm glad that uh, there's a positive solution in the works. Mr. York, uh, I think Gabe asked you the question yesterday, but just to kind of reiterate what was said yesterday, you were a former chairman of the Murray County School Board. If you were in the situ- that situation, would you expect it to be briefed on that? Sure, I'd expect to be briefed. There's, there was some issues with judgment on that. But, uh, you know, if our first call was to Chaz Molda, I think that's okay because police are going to be involved and he needs to know that they're assembling around the school. Uh, I don't know if it would uh, – certainly sh- uh, someone should have made a call to Central to tell the principal, but – he knew something was going on with all the police and authorities around there. Oh, again, no, 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 he no, had wait. no idea that an unauthorized well, no, person. No, nobody knew. Well, that. he didn't know about the unauthorized yeah. person. Yeah, nobody knew, knew about the unauthorized person the day it happened. He, he knew about the alert. Uh, of you know? course. Of course. I mean, uh, and again, and I don't, I don't think that anyone is. The sheriff's department allowed that person to participate. I think they were wrong. 
And yeah, again, but as a school board chair, I mean, would you? School board chair should should be aware, be made aware at some point. Say Somebody within, should have within called a, him and said something was going on. What would be a reasonable period of time? Within a week of uh, the yeah, Supreme? within a week or so. If 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 she found out there was an unauthorized person in the in the team approaching. A week or so should the, the well, chairman should arrested, have known about it. How soon after that was he arrested? Or it, it just this last uh, he was just indicted, mm-hmm. Ronnie. Oh, later no, on, on, on Friday, oh, on Friday, oh, oh, he, he was not arrested. No time. I, I, the police probably dismissed it. I mean, look, things are moving. Well, fast. they moved it to the yeah, DA. I'm always Ron. reluctant to second guess policemen, certainly in the SWAT situation. You, you know, they knew the guy. He's probably a Barney Fife guy. He likes, you know, he probably got a police radio. He knows going on. Trying his, his heart was in the right place. They probably knew the guy. It's not the first time he's tried to latch on to a police situation where he's trying to be helpful. And they knew who he was, and they just probably dismissed it as minor. Didn't think much about it. Right. But the question of Mr. York, you know, he's former school board chair, um, you know, within a week of the central office, the superintendent learning about this unauthorized person, he would have expected to be notified. Well, that week went by, by all accounts, back in May sometime, didn't it, Clayton? That's my understanding. But it's like I said yesterday, Delk. I think this is something bigger than the Murray County School System and Dr. Steele and Ms. Ventura. I think this has to do with... I think it's a cultural issue. I think it's something with a department in the city against Mr. Brooks. and I, I, I think there's something there. Yeah, and I, think, I think it's a broken culture. I think I think the, there is something there. It's about culture. It's about his behavior and his mental state. He lost his job, didn't he? Well, I think the big question is how, who found out that he was there. How do we get there? I mean, how do we get to where we are? Somebody saw him participating. Whether it's sheriff or police department, they should have made their supervisor aware that we have an unauthorized to, person in our group. Yeah, I don't to, care totally where agree his heart's at. Totally agree with you, Mr. York. I was saying it was a culture issue within the relationship between central office and the individual schools. Yeah, and uh, Mr. York, it's not clear to me at all that the you know the SWAT team guys who were out there in on May 4th uh, knew that he was unauthorized. But yeah, I, 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 it's not clear to me at I all. I mean, hey, nobody, yeah, nobody yeah. knew the day of. I mean, they had trained with this guy. They knew right, him. Right, right. As far and as they knew that he wasn't part of the team any longer. But as far as central well, office and, and, and well, the, the school, nobody knew. He could have gotten shot. Obviously, he had some. He well, had what some if he there. what what if he mistakenly shot a child? Well, that would have been a problem. Or an employee, a principal, or a teacher. What would we be well, saying? Well, now? Mr. York, he, he would be held accountable, and, and those yeah. that allowed him to be there would be held accountable. Yeah, or what if there had been an active shooter and he had taken the shooter out? I mean, yeah, you know. Just like Alec Baldwin. No, wait a minute. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's take a break and come back. This is Barry Duke, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia.
celebrate you with a new vehicle from Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. We have a huge selection of new vehicles waiting for you. We're talking cars, trucks, and SUVs. And if you're in the business of selling your vehicle, we've got you covered. We'll buy from you even if you don't buy from us. At Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia, we're locally owned and operated and proud to serve our community as the largest CDJR dealership in Tennessee. Find your new ride today when you visit Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. Let's talk about antique versus vintage jewelry. Did you know antique jewelry is over 100 years old and vintage is 50 to 100 years? Tillis Jewelry located downtown Columbia has a wonderful collection from Georgian, Victorian, Edwardian, and Art Deco. We select every piece for their timeless beauty. Stop by and select your favorite piece. Jewelry to last a lifetime. Remember, Tillis Jewelry, your antique and vintage jewelry store. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Stay comfortable and relax all summer long. Heller is keeping you chillin' with free outdoor gear when you upgrade your home's essential systems. We're giving away free Yeti camping chairs, coolers, backpacks, and more with the purchase of select new HVAC systems, whole home generators, and tankless water heaters. Stay chillin' all summer long. Book your appointment at happyhiller.com today. Happy you'll be or the service is free. Call the Happy Face Truck today. Don't put off getting your oil changed, Columbia. Take 5 is faster than you think. There's no appointment needed and no waiting room. Yep, you heard that correctly. Take 5 is so fast, you don't even have to get out of your car. Visit their newest location at 1203 South James Campbell Avenue and take advantage of their $15 off grand opening special. That's right, $15 off any oil change, Columbia. Take 5, the stay-in-your-car 10-minute oil change. They're faster than you think. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. I am Jack Blackstone. And I'm Emery Blackstone. Together, we are Greenway Tech Repair. Tired of slow computers, cracked phone screens, and fancy home electronics you don't know how to use? We can help. We provide local on-site services as well as remote troubleshooting for any job, no matter how large or small, from computers and laptops to mobile devices and home electronics. We Blackstone Brothers are eager to serve our community. Find us on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. That's on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. 
This is Del Kennedy, owner of Kennedy Broadcasting Company, operator of WKRM, historically 1340 AM, now 103.7 FM, and WKOM, 101.7 FM. We call ourselves Front Porch Radio, and I've said many times what that means. It means that we are working to connect this southern Middle Tennessee community, one listener, one relationship at a time. And let me elaborate on what that means. In this community, we will relentlessly promote jobs, commerce, business, industry, education, arts, green space, music, rivers, the great outdoors, healthcare, churches, charities, sports, and all the great people of Southern Middle Tennessee. Join us, help us, call us. Front Porch Radio, Delk Kennedy, thank you for listening. We are back. Three dudes with a view. I am dude number three, Del Kennedy, Tuesday edition. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. How you doing, man? I'm doing well, Del. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. How are you, sir? Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. All right. We've got a, a room full. Of course, it's Tuesday. It's Ron Hard Day. Um, Good morning. How are you, man? And again, I'm slightly above average. <laughs> all right. <laughs> but again, Ron Hart is a graduate, a 1977 graduate, I believe, of uh, Central High School. And we've been talking about the situation as it developed out there at Central High School on May 4th, uh, where apparently a person not authorized to have a gun on uh, the grounds out there, Mr. Roy Brooks, uh, did join up with uh, law enforcement out there to assist in responding to an active shooter call. Uh, And by all accounts, his... Uh, he he was known to law enforcement, and his help was welcomed. I hadn't heard anything to the contrary. But both Sheriff Rowland and Chief uh, Alsop with the city of Columbia, uh, even though they have both said basically that they didn't view Roy as a threat, uh, neither one of them have said we authorized him to be there. So that's... Uh, when when they when they could have, I'm sure the sheriff could have, and I'm pretty sure. What are the, the politics of your, your DA there? What are the politics of the DA? It's not a Soros or a left wing. Oh no, no. No. hardly, no, 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 hardly, no. hardly. No. He would be he would be the opposite of that. Uh, okay, so, and, but he is pursuing this. He did. He didn't do an arrest. He just took it straight to the grand jury, and they returned an indictment and. Uh, pursuant to that indictment the last week, Mr. Brooks was arrested. He made bond. Uh, and, the, and the charge was what? Uh, un- law enforcement? Un- or was it being on campus? With no, it was car- un- carrying a weapon. Uh, unauthorized weapon on law inf- on uh, school grounds. Mm-hmm. And that's a state law? Felony, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a Class E felony. Yeah, which is Class E being the lowest. Lowest. And Jerry Breidenbaugh is with us. He's a member of the Murray County Commission, chair of the Republican Party, and also, like me, a lawyer. <laughs> kill all the lawyers. Well, just kill my reputation right there, Del. <laughs> <laughs> kill all the lawyers. Uh, well, that, that was actually Del. a good thing in Shakespeare. Yeah. The yeah. question was, how do we destroy society? And the first comment was, kill all the lawyers. Kill all the lawyers. Yeah. Uh, but Jerry and I both, we were talking about that during the break. You know, if if these uh, 
in, in our minds, uh, Mr. Brooks has a defense to the charge against him because apparently the officers who were out there knew him and, by all counts, welcomed his help. Uh, Correct. Because he had trained with them, uh, we assume, because he had trained with them previously in, in SWAT situations. And uh, so uh, these uh, law enforcement officers whether they in fact had authority, they had apparent authority to authorize Mr. Brooks to join them. And that's a defense in my mind, Jerry. Yeah, I, that's probably one of the first places I'd go. I'd you know read through the statute first, which is fairly lengthy. And then he was invited, if you will, Yeah. by all Everything we've heard, he was invited to participate and help support. Yeah, I mean, if you're in some critical situation, I, you know, I don't know what it might be, whether it's a car wreck or anything else, and some officer says, and you're just Joe Q citizen, and some officer says, I need some help. Right. Then he's got apparent authority to authorize you to, to help, you know, and and a good citizen would respond to that kind of thing. Surprise he brought that case. I don't think I, – I, 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 I think if it goes to a jury, you know, goes to a jury trial, I don't think there's no any way they convict him. I, that's just but it's my life's ruined, right? It costs him fifty thousand attorney fees. He's well, got, I mean, you ruin you know, people's life over this stuff when people are actually there's actually a victim. Who's the victim here? Yeah, and and Jerry, I'm sure would agree with me. I said for years, you know, if you ever start predicting what a jury's going to do, you might as well get in the weather business. <laughs> yeah, and, and Jerry, if, you're, if you're right, buy several lottery tickets. <laughs> yeah, and, and have I, Jerry Breidenbaugh is, is uh, chair of the Republican Party and uh, a member of the Murray County Commission with us this morning. Um, and Gabe Howard is a member of the Murray County Commission and with us this morning. Welcome, good, Gabe. Good morning, y'all. Thank yeah. you for having but, me. Hey, Go ahead, Mr. A bigger York. lesson should be learned from this incident, Phil. Bigger lesson. The school board needs to communicate up line to the school board as, as soon as possible when you have an incident like that. S- say that and one more time, Mr. York. Who be, needs to communicate to who? I say the, the, the director, whoever if whoever finds out, whatever employee needs to communicate to the director, or the director needs to communicate to the school board mm-hmm. chair as soon as possible. People in the street, I know it, it's hard when, when when a critical situation exists, like that alert, a bomb threat, a, a, a shooter running around campus. Yes, you want to join in, but we don't have vigilantes that off the street just joining in. I know that's critical. I know it it, it hurt. It, it, it tenses up people because you don't let people off the street. If several, eight people show up at a school with guns... You know, what happens if a student gets shot? What happens if a teacher gets shot if they're not authorized? That's my point. Well, that's we need I, to follow the law. That, yeah, that's well taken, Mr. York. But what I'm saying is, um, uh, you know, if if I don't know, let's just think up a hypothetical. There's a police officer out there uh, who is trying to arrest somebody and, you know, it develops into a fist fight and the officer's getting the worst of it and. You're standing by, you know, and the officer goes, "Help, help me, please." I, I think that, that's not vigilantism if you go to help. But, but I think that's, that's different. different. That's a different uh, yeah. situation completely. I think I think the part of that that is different is, you know, in this specific situation, Roy Brooks broke the law by uh, bringing a gun, or I guess actually getting the gun out is actually the breaking of the law, right? 
Yes. Because, well, because, because the, carrying, ca- the carrying castle, it on the school campus. If, if, the, well, the castle the, doctrine, doesn't it protect you to have a weapon in your vehicle? Correct. Correct. And the, so and so really, him getting the weapon out of the vehicle right, is when carrying, the law was broken. Car- carrying it on yeah. school grounds. And, yeah. and so I, w- I, w- I would agree with Mr. York, and that doesn't happen very often. Uh but I would definitely agree with him. It, this that would be different uh, because he broke the law at the point he decided to get the weapon out. You know, and, and I go back and I look at that situation. What what would Gabe have done? Um, and, and I think at some point, you know, and this is all happening so quick. But could there not have been a, a, a hey? Do y'all need my help? I'm here. You know, um, instead of well, jumping out of the vehicle, grabbing a gun and going. Yeah, we don't. We haven't seen that tape. Right. Yet, but yeah. By, by all accounts. Uh, though, and there's some people say that they see hand gestures in the tapes from the law, law officers, you know, signaling Brooks to come over and help him out. Some people don't, you know, I haven't seen the tape. But there doesn't seem to be any disagreement whatsoever that they recognize Brooks and allowed him to come help and participate in their sweep of the, of the central campus. Uh, nobody told him to go away, and, and by all accounts, they welcomed his help, and he had previously trained with them. Uh, so in that situation, you know, I think Mr. Brooks and Jerry and I are talking about it. I mean, those officers had apparent authority to uh, invite Mr. Brooks to come to their and they, also, and did they have the authority no, no. to give that apparent authority? You know that might well, be the I mean, bigger well, question. But there. that goes whether or not they whether or not they had the authority. They had apparent they, authority. They when they invited Mr. Brooks to come in, and Mr. Brooks believed they had authority, then. Then it falls they could on be them. at fault for the, mm-hmm. for not doing it, but Mr. Brooks can't be faulted for recognizing them as law enforcement officers and believing yeah. that. Going back to what Gabe exactly. said earlier, I, I agree the, with Jerry completely. The statute, you, the statute allows. Uvalde, yeah, the, yeah, you look at Uvalde; they had a lot of yeah. a lot of people help out on, on the perimeter, and there was a great case. Joel Myrick. Were they were they charged? I mean, obviously, in that no, case, it's a very different so. outcome. They weren't even allowed. The parents had weapons and weren't yeah. even allowed to go into school. Well, but, Joe Moderick is a famous going, case. In that, in that case, though, they were told. Christian Mississippi, well, the assistant yeah. principal past Christian Mississippi, stopped a gunman, went out to his truck during a gunshot, you know, a shooting at his school, went out to his truck, got his forty five, came in and kind of ended the end of the shooting. Joe Myrick had passed Christian Mississippi years ago. But, you know, is, is that right, too? Can a, can a principal or a teacher has a you know Glock out in their car run out there and get a Glock, you know? Well, great, great, seg- great segue, uh, Ron, because, you know, I, I, I want to state, a lot of people don't know this about Dr. Steele, but, you know, he's a Marine. Um, he's he's previous law enforcement. He's and been, it, who's been shot in the line of duty. Yeah. And, and at the end of the day, with his background, and Mr. York, you talked about this, the communication has to change. With his background, he should have been communicated in case he needed to take action. And, uh, you know, I think there's a lot to be said about that. Uh, one thing that I think we really need to walk away with, the response was great uh, with Dr. Steele and his team and the admin team, you know, that also assisted in that search of searching in the building. Um, I think they did an amazing job. I think there's a lot of lessons to walk away from this, and I hope as we move forward, those lessons are you know taken and, and learned from. And yeah, it's one a, one final comment. Go ahead, Jerry. Side, yeah. Doug, just to expand on what Gabe said earlier, 
Mr. Brooks didn't break the law by driving onto school property with the firearm in his car. The statute allows you to do that as long as the fire, as long as the vehicle is in your control at all times. But the law was broken, if you will, when he removed that firearm from the vehicle. That's not allowed under now, the statute. Yeah, so, so, but I would, I would also... Does that mean later, that students can have... These laws. How's a guy supposed to know these laws? I mean, common sense has to prevail at some time, right? How's someone... I, and I would agree with that, Ron, because... statutes in Tennessee, they're laws layer yeah. upon laws, subject to interpretation. I just... God, just Jared, does that mean every student can have a gun in their car in the parking lot? Um, Mr. York, I'd have to defer that to the next broadcast because I haven't read through the entire statute yet. Good question. It is a good question, and I, I don't want to say that without – it would be negligent of me to, to respond to that until I read old, it. Though, well, right? there's been several incidents in Nashville where they have arrested students that had guns in their car in the par- school parking lot. That's a great question. Uh, you know – I'm not sure what the answer to that was. Well, yeah, Ron, when you and I were kids, we all carried shotguns in our car. Cause we, and they were in the back window. Yeah. yeah. Oh, gosh. Back my, window. Yeah, my son. My gun yeah. has a gun. Yeah, my son went to, you know, school with a shotgun in the back of his truck. Uh, uh, Mr. York, to answer your question, the law says that pupils who are members of the Reserve Officers Training Corps or enrolled in a course of instruction or members of a club or team who are required to carry arms or weapons in the discharge of their official class or team duties. They're the ones who are allowed. So they have to be in a class. They have school, to have, right? yeah, they have to have some reason to to have that firearm. Right. Yeah, and arguably, you know, again, we've got videos of Roy training with the Columbia SWAT team. Uh, so I, but that's a buddy buddy relationship, and that can't be in doing a professional venture of uh, taking on a critical situation. Buddy buddy relationship should end. Well, I think what Jerry and I sort of tossed back and forth here is whether it was on uh, law enforcement, a law enforcement to say, you know, Roy, you're not welcome here, or whether. Right. You know, apparently, though, they welcomed his help. So, I mean... Yeah, in 1776, you know, the British soldiers who controlled our country said our, our, our army was a militia and against their wall. The wall. I, I think you got to look at the guy's intent. If the intent was good, I think you got to... That'll be solved in court. It'll be solved in court.